welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we are covering the movie Heartbreak Ridge. Today we are discussing Minute 2. This minute begins with Clint Eastwood's name credits still being up on screen over more Korean War footage. And it ends with some banjo music beginning to play uh, while some soldiers charge up a hill and the name Ramon Franco credit appears on the screen. And I forgot to introduce us. It's already minute number two and I already messed it up. I'm your co-host, Brian Lockhart, (laughs) and my co-host. Yeah, I'm Jack Perry. Well, welcome, Jack. Thanks for coming back to discuss, uh, well, one of my favorite movies, Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, this movie's a classic, man. I I just, yeah, if it's on at any time, it's like, uh, you know, those handful of movies that when you watch, you know, any of the Star Wars movies, Indiana Jones, Ghostbusters, like those series movies. But then then if you see this movie, you're like, yeah, I don't care. It's the last 10 minutes. I got to watch it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's. Just a just a cool movie. Well, you know, we talked a little bit about Clint Eastwood because his name appeared at the end of the minute on minute number one. We talked about his real life and his army service just very briefly. But, you know, his name still appears, you know, on minute number two. And, of course, you know, he he looms large in this movie. This is his vehicle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think we talked in our again, I'm going back to our our preview episode where, you know, I, I said he's one of my favorite actors. So, of course, this movie's high on my list, given that I love the Marine Corps. I love Clint Eastwood movies. Uh, yeah. So so what about you? What, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, Clint Eastwood movies? What are some of his, some of his uh, movies that stand out for you? Um, any of the Westerns are pretty entertaining, but uh, one that I always remember, other than Heartbreak Ridge, um, just because of the coolness of it, once it finally gets going, was Firefox. That cool-ass airplane... Um, uh, you know, you had to think in Russian. It was, but it was just, it was a cool movie. It was a, you know, he was a pilot. He was a, was a test pilot or something and, uh, spoke, kind of spoke Russian. I don't remember because yeah. it's been a while since I've seen the movie. But yeah, man, that, that was one of those just really awesome movies that, you know, maybe not, uh, highly as, as highly regarded as some of the stuff with some of his other work, but definitely one of those that kind of sticks out in my head, you know, Firefox. Heartbreak Ridge, you know, not your, yeah. not your typical classic art film <laughs> pieces, but they were uh, entertaining and they were cool just because of, you know, just they were what they were, you know, Cold War era uh, movies. Yeah. And I, um, I like the movie Firefox as well. It's, that's a good one, but it's not one I revisit very often. I own it. Mm-hmm. I don't really revisit it too much. No, the slow but, of it, the first of it's so slow. Yes. It, but it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Now I, um, you know, what you mentioned the westerns, and and of course everybody likes the spaghetti westerns and the good, the bad, the ugly, which that is a great movie. I like Outlaw Josie Wales. That's uh, a great one. That's a really that, good one. That's another very quotable Pale movie. Yeah, Pale Rider is a good one too. I enjoy <laughs> Pale Rider, uh, but honestly, I, one of my favorites, and I always butcher the two names because it's any which way but Lou or. <laughs> Of course. Any like which way movie. you can and every which way but loose. All right. A man and his monkey. I wish they would make more movies like that. <laughs> you know, like BJ and the Bear. Yeah. BJ and the Bear. <laughs> no, I, um, I don't know. I just like, I love that. I love those. Cause you know, I love cannibal run. I think the only thing missing out of those cannibal run movies is Clint Eastwood and his monkey. They even got the monkey for the second one. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I like the second one better, which I think is any which way you can. It's a, it's like one of those rare cases where the sequel is better than the original. Well, uh, my favorite movies were always the sequels, uh, Star Trek Two, Aliens. Well, true, you're right. There are plenty of uh, 
You just made, you know, a whole body. And as you mentioned that, I'm like thinking of bunching my head and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> you know, I saw that monkey when I was a kid. In real life? In real life, man. He was at a petting zoo in uh, Texas somewhere. And he had a, he had a little uh, plexiglass cage. And it said, like, yep, this is the orangutan from the Clint Eastwood films. And it listed off the names, but yeah, he was in those movies, and I actually saw that that damn monkey was in a. It was in a, yeah, you know, just it's so how how far the uh, mighty have fallen, where he's being fed pellets through a damn plexiglass, uh, like a little baker's window or something. I'm trying to remember where we went and saw this monkey at. Well, I can't believe I've known you for as long as I have, and I'm just now learning this piece of information about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey man, this I got a lot of monkey history in my life. <laughs> right. Well, this is but this is important stuff, you know. That <laughs> that movie has big meaning to me. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so I did, you know. Actually, honestly, um, I know you've mentioned that movie several times. I didn't realize you liked that movie as much as you did. I I would have told you. Yeah, I met the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, you know, that honestly, when we first met each other, you should have just led with that, not yeah. even knowing I was a fan. <laughs> Hey, uh, tell me something interesting about yourself. Well, I, you know, I met the monkey from uh, Every Which Way But Loose. Yeah. <laughs> or Any Which Way You Can, or whichever, yeah. you know. Well, you, you actually know. just wrote an episode of uh, Family Guy just a second ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll have our little uh, side discussions and then get back to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I also personally like... Uh, I, nobody likes this movie, but I like the movie City Heat with, with uh, Clint Eastwood and what's his name, uh, Burt Reynolds. It's, oh, I think it's I not saw a good movie. One time. Yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy. It's not funny. It's not really got a, a lot of action. I love it <laughs> because I love those two guys. And they're both in it. Anyways, you know, as they're going through the minute, you know, they just a lot of the get the names of the actors and, and actresses in the movie. Uh, uh, Marsha Mason's build number two, which I, I agree with. She plays Aggie. Well, yeah, but I kind of thought Mario too, because he was like the second most viewed person in the film. True, I, I and I'm with you on that. Although I, I personally, I would have thought he would have been number three because he got the whole. The, the story isn't about Mario Van Peebles. He's like the B plot, you know. The uh, story is about Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, but but he's like you know Clint Eastwood's there. To, he's an aging marine. He doesn't yeah. know what to do after he retires. He's trying to reconnect with his wife. She's yeah. the you know she's the sole purpose of why he does half the stuff he does in the movie besides training marines that's the other half and you know mario van peebles is kind of like his the thorn in his side the smart ass <laughs> but also his you know we'll learn he has an arc as well you know yeah. but that being said you know it's funny you said it because like he's built eight as we're going through the minute he's he's one of the last guys that pop up and he and i, I counted him out i'm like he's build number eight and oh, i'm like he? i cannot believe yeah he is billed so far down, you know, compared to some of these other names on there. And and the only thing I could think of at the time is he really hadn't done a lot. I think he did some yeah. TV. His he dad was, was famous. Kind of, right. His dad was famous. He was, I think he was up and coming. I don't think he was like a name per se yet. Yeah. I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, so I would, I would at least thought he was number three, but I'm guessing, you know, some of the other guys, you know, they, they had long careers cause they were older and you know, maybe that's, Maybe Clint Eastwood was better friends with them. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some union rules or something. I don't know. 
But, um, you know, of course, then the minute ends with uh, Ramon Franco's credit. And, and, you know, he's that's a Ponte. He's just one of the one of the Marines in recon platoons. So. No, you know, I'm sure we'll talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Comprende. You I'm sure we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. <raw. laughs> so we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that as they show up in the movie. But uh, I just, you know, it's just he, he popped up after. But, yeah, that, that surprised me about Mario Van Peebles. But I guess given the how how young he was and, and all that, I, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But. Again, so as far as the minute itself, you know, obviously we get the, some of the names of the cast and the crew. This minute is just more of the um, fighting. What am I trying to say? Not fighting, but yes, it is fighting. But more stock footage. You know, so, and of course we talked last minute about Army pretty much was the ones who, not pretty much, they did uh, fight at Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what the Marine Corps did, you know, since we're just looking at footage of people fighting in Korea. Well, what did they do you know, yeah. in Korea? If they, if they weren't part of Heartbreak Ridge, you know, we can talk all day about the Army, but we're actually doing the Marine Corps movie minute. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, the Korean War was from 1950 to 1953. The, the first Marine Division led the first major strike uh, in the North Korea occupied territory with uh, one of the an amphibious assault in, in Chan. Remember that being something they brought up in boot camp because, yep. you know, in boot camp, the Marine Corps history is is just as important as uh, if not more so uh, than the physical stuff yeah. uh, really kind of talking about the traditions and all that uh, of the Marine Corps and, and battles and and really um, the Korean War for the Marine Corps is really where they became the modern Marine Corps and got their reputation I mean they already had a good reputation but as far as like the yeah, modern the, the, you know World War two stuff you know with Iwo right. and all those other places yeah the the iconic moments but when we started to like to really develop ourselves. Well, the way people nowadays love General Mattis, you know, and almost Mad Dog Mattis and almost have a... Mad Dog but, yeah, but, Mattis. <laughs> um, you know, Chesty Polar was a big personality for the Marine Corps at that time and, and during this war. Really the most famous, I, I, you know, there's got to be the most famous battle for the Marine Corps. It's got to be the Chosen Reservoir, you know, the tr- Frozen Chosen. Yep. You know, Basically, they were surrounded on all, well, surrounded, that's what it means, but they were surrounded on all sides. You know, Chesty Polar basically said, we're surrounded good. That simplifies this, the problem. <laughs> and, you know, and the whole point we got called in was to help help the Army retreat, right? Well, that's, I remember them talking about that specifically in boot camp because. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you know, boot camp historically probably is a little bit, a little bit of propaganda too, well, you know. Right, because I remember some of the things that they were talking, some of the anecdotes they were talking about was as the Marines were fighting their way back. They were fighting um, the Army equipment that was left behind. And- yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That that they picked up a lot of Army equipment that the Army left behind, and it suddenly became Marine Corps equipment. And, uh, you know, what is it? Gear adrift is... <laughs> is a gift, yeah. Which is also the case because most of the equipment in the Marine Corps is old Army gear anyway. <laughs> Exactly. It's a tradition that left lived on after we uh, were in. <laughs> For sure. I, I, you know, I looked a little bit more into it, but honestly, I, it escapes me right now. I sh- uh, honestly, I'm a bad Marine. I should know more about it, but um, I even have books on it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just books, but yeah, uh, but I own them and I look at them on my shelf. Uh, <laughs> it makes you look uh, educated. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not, not, not the books I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, guys, we're reading another Star Wars book again. Didn't you read that oh, when yeah, you were like seven? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the you know, the chosen, you know, frozen chosen had like seventeen days of fighting, and of course they were surrounded by North Korean and actually mostly Chinese. And yeah, uh, Chinese stepped in at this point, which again. Yeah, I, we could get into a whole talk about history if we wanted. I, I'm not going to, but it, that that fascinates me because that China getting involved with that led to our, shall we say, questionable decisions on how we fought in Vietnam because of the lessons we learned in Korea. And sometimes I think they took the wrong lesson, but I'm not also a tactician or a politician, so what do I know? Anyways, I did like... I did. There's. I did. Uh, of course, you know. This is another famous quote from Chesty Polar again, who's was pretty much badass, and he says, uh, "We're not retreating. We're attacking in a different direction." Because <laughs> Marines don't retreat. I mean, honestly, if you, if you want to be truthful about it, it was a fighting retreat. They fell right. back and they fought the entire way. Right, because when you literally have to fight forward to go backwards, you know, you're, cause if, when you are cut off and surrounded, you're fighting, you're, yes, yep. you're going back to a safe spot, but you have to fight forward first through it. So, uh, that, that, and that's where I was like kind of getting at the whole idea of the Marine Corps kind of getting their more modern identity that it's basically, I mean, they've already proven themselves long before this, that's for sure. So I think I kind of didn't make that clear earlier, but really it's, um, that whole do not give up. You know, Marines don't give up. You know, you got, you know, you're wearing the Eagle Globe and Anchor that, that every, you know, you're that you, you're representing everybody that came before and will come, you know, after type thing. So it's like, you know, that they these guys were cut off. These guys were surrounded. They they were fighting in, you know, a frozen lake <laughs> yeah. and they fought their way to safety, basically, and didn't give up. So, and and if and if you believe boot camp, they also saved all the army guys that were wounded. They picked them up and brought them back, and all their tanks and ammo and, and, yeah. and gear. And which they used up all the ammo, yeah. And yeah. that's one of the other things too, man. Even like modern day um, Marines and people that I've served with, or you and I have both served with, people that we've known. Um, I've heard a lot of stories about how brutally cold Korea is. Like it is no joke cold. I think a like lot of tell a story in boot camp about, you know, like, yeah, they just they went up there in summer equipment and they didn't have cold weather gear. It, it was it's it is insanely frigid in that part of the world for whatever reason. Yeah. And I um I believe that they had they suffered a lot of hypothermia and frostbite and yep. all that type of stuff that comes along with that. Uh, you know, and, and of course, if I was a better podcast host, I would have stats. Uh, about that because I did look some of that up, but it escapes my notes right now, and I'm not going to make something up. Hey, I'll listen, make stuff. Having a microphone makes you a professional and an expert. So guess what? We are professional experts. <laughs> listen to us. We got well. Re- if if I could steal <laughs> right, if I could steal a line or a, a, a quote from the James Bonding podcast, hey, we're lovers, we're not experts. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Marine Corps. I love this movie. I'm not an expert on either one. <laughs> but that will not stop me from talking shit and talking about it like I know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so do you have anything else for this minute, Jack? No, man. Um, no, I mean, honestly, you know, the opening credits, there's really not a whole lot to go off of. I mean, the the, it, the only reason why we have anything to talk about is because there's actual war footage. Um, I mean, if they were throwing up names, we'd probably just be giving everybody's autobiography from uh, Wikipedia. But, but, you know, because, you know, we've, you know, done Marine Corps boot camp and, you know, our experiences. 
we have something to kind of talk about from what we know, just from history classes. Basically, these glorified history classes with a really cool uh, uh, physical training regimen to go with it. So, um, yeah, no, I, don't, I really don't have anything. Um, I think you did a really good job of uh, kind of recapping, you know, a lot of the, the high points of um, the Marine involvement in the, in the Korean conflict. Well, I appreciate that. Get ready because I'll have so much less as minutes go on. So I'm done. <laughs> Tapped out. Two minutes in. All right. Podcast is over. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. If Let's wrap this thing up then. This is it. This is what you're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up this minute. Let's come back tomorrow. Talk about minute three. What do you say? I, I'm in. All right. Well, thanks everybody for, uh, Joining us for these last few minutes, discussing Minute 2 of the Marine Corps movie Minute, Minute 2 of Heartbreak Ridge. I hope everybody uh, comes back and joins us for Minute 3. Let's say goodbye to the nice folks, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to them all tomorrow. Goodbye, nice folks. <laughs> I'm just making up as I go. I'm improvising. I'm adapting. I'm overcoming. I don't know if I'm overcoming.